0: episode I'm just kidding hey everyone it's me Sean Capri that was a bad idea I've had a terrible headache right now why did I do that welcome to episode 42 of a brand new rebooted we the gamer cast it's your favorite podcast it's hosted by we and it publishes on iTunes every Monday. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for subscribing. And thank you for rating us on iTunes. I, I'm doing something a little different today. Um, if you're new, uh, this is not normally what happens. Because for some reason, I'm petting a dog while I'm doing this podcast. I have a small Jack Russell chihuahua in my lap. And, and the more I do this, the more I'm talking, he knows I'm talking about him right now. Uh, I'm, I'm petting him and he's, he's kind of getting into this a little bit. He does, his name is Oscar. So Oscar, say hi to everybody here. Here, Oscar, say hi. Say. Okay. Yeah. So he's not the best podcaster I've ever seen, but you know what? I kind of put him on the spot. He wasn't really, yeah, yeah. Just shake your head at the, at the microphone. All right. He kind of twerks a little bit if you, if you scratch him on the butt. Anyway, if you're new, here's the deal (laughs) uh every week i have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet and we talk about video games and uh this week is no different although i feel like josh and i are not strangers to each other we we've known each other for quite a while we've we've interacted he's he's one of my favorite people on the internet i'm so glad i had a chance to talk to him and we'll get to him in just a second but if you want to be part of the show Tweeted me at Sean Capri. That's Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. And my goodness, we, I, I'm gonna keep this opening part a little shorter than normal. Sometimes I, I blabber on, but I'm gonna save the chit-chatter to, uh, to my conversation with Josh, we're gonna get to in just a second. And, and the other reason I need to keep this a little on the short side is, is my dog is kind of going, Oscar, what, what, what's happening, buddy? I'm trying to podcast here. I, but you don't even know what that is. You don't even know what the internet is. What a sad, existence. Um, if you guys missed last week, you should also check out last week too. I had Fiona McKinnon on. Uh, we we've met each other through the kind of funny community and turns out she's like a really great Twitch streamer. She, well, obviously she was incredible on the show. I had her on uh, once upon a time when we did, uh, remember E3? That was a thing that was a long time ago. She came on and did some predictions and I was blown away. I had to have her back on the show and she is just phenomenal to talk to Fiona, if you're listening, you did great. And I think everybody should listen to that. But uh, for everybody else, check out that episode. Follow her on Twitch, too. Uh, she's doing some great stuff with horror games. Horror. Get your mind out of the gutter. Horror. horror scary. Uh, at Xeranix Z, Yes, Zed. think it has something to do with World of Warcraft. I don't think. I know. That's neat. What else is going on? I want to quickly let you guys know that I'm still playing Metal Gear Solid 5. I am on a complete roller coaster with this. I, th- I correct me if I'm wrong. The last that we talked, I was in love with it. I'm like, I get it. Now it's great. Um, I've had that same emotion probably five times since. But on the other two days, I was ready to quit. This game is really it's really hard. And on the days where things are moving, you're feeling great. But on the days where you're stuck, not that great. I get really frustrated with this. And, you know, gaming time is precious as it is. Um, some days you feel like you're progressing, and other days you don't. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been really kind of avoiding buying games. I've really, if anything, I've been getting stuff from the library. But even then, uh, I'm in the lull, as, as we've talked about. But the lull is coming to an end this week. I'm becoming an older man. I guess technically every day I'm becoming an older man. But officially, we'll celebrate the day of my birth. Later on this week, so I'm in. Uh, <laughs> it's weird to say, but I'm sort of expecting. I don't know why am I stuck on this. You get birthday presents on your birthday, so I think is that okay for me to say that I'm expecting games because that's sort of just what happens. If if this year is anything like last year, I will be getting games for my birthday. So that's 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 a good way to put it. So I'll have lots to tell you about, and that'll be next week. <laughs> but for this week. It's probably, like, a lot... It might even be my last week with Metal Gear. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, of course, playing Pokemon Go, it's it's new-ish to us in Canada. And that has its hooks in me. And how ridiculous is this? Does that sound kind of silly to you that I just kind of bitched and complained about Metal Gear Solid 5? And then I go, Pokemon Go. Aw, yeah. (laughs) Um, I love seeing other people in the... Like, I don't really see a whole, like, group of people, but I've definitely walking downtown... It's it's the screen that is undeniable. It's kind of like what, remember when Facebook first came out and it was that blue bar at the top. You you always knew when somebody else was on Facebook, whether it's on their computer, like at work, and they're we when you walk by, they quickly minimize their screen so that you you don't think that they're on Facebook. But you saw the blue bar, you know exactly what they're doing. Pokemon Go is the same thing. You can see like the green blue of the of the field, and you know exactly what people are doing. Even if you can't see the screen, you can see them swiping up. It's great. I'm loving Pokemon Go uh so much so that i think even after this i'm going to it's late it's about 10:30 on sunday so i'm going to do this i'm going to edit i'm going to do uh, a quick post to the itunes for your ears and uh, i think i'm going to go try out i've got pokemon x i played it for a few hours when it very when it first came out i didn't really i didn't have any of the, like a connection to any of the the pokemon i didn't have a connection to the, like the the idea of catching them all um, but I do now. So, nice job, Pokemon Company, because your plan is working. And um, so much... Like, just earlier today, Bobby Pauls, the Nintendo Guru, and I recorded If We Ran Nintendo. And I think we've come up with some pretty great ideas for what to do with Pokemon uh, if it were to come to consoles. I know it's weird, but we make it work. Bobby and I, we that's what we do. If We Ran Nintendo. I'll talk about it at the end of the show. So, let's get to Josh Stapleton. I wanted you to see, did you check to see if something was wrong with your phone? I love the pregnant pause. Good times. Josh Stapleton, you guys are in for a real treat. And honestly, like I probably say this every time, but you really, you need to follow Josh on Twitter. Go tell him that you heard him on, on We The Gamer Cast and, and show him some love. Cause he really is just an absolute sweetheart. We met through the married to the games community um, he's part of the, the street team <laughs> and he's just, he's, he's a name that always comes up with the marriage to the games. I, and, uh, I've been lucky enough to sort of connect with him over the internet. We've, we've chatted a number of times and, and I wanted to get to know him a little bit better than the the Twitter interactions that, that we've had. So I had a really good time talking to him. He, oh man, he, we talk about this in the show too. He sent me these incredible handmade coasters with like video game labels and paraphernalia. I, I gotta, I gotta put some pictures on Weathinnerty.com. So now that I'm saying this, this, I, I will have to do that. Go to Weathinnerty.com and it'll be under the post. I'll put some pictures there too. So he sent me some great Coasters, he sent Chelsea some as well. They're a Fallout themed, minor Nintendo theme. They're just absolutely perfect. His Twitter profile pick is hilarious. So you should definitely go check him out. Say hi. He's at Cred underscore 81. Check him out. Let's talk to Josh Stapleton. <laughs> Microphone? Like what's
1: what's the deal with this setup? Well, so um so my neighbor Matt, uh he he's got the microphone. <laughs> and he he uh a couple of years ago had talked about maybe getting into podcasting. And you know, he he was one of those that he threw it to me one day and said, Hey, let's do a podcast. I said, Well, what would we even do a podcast about? And he's like, I don't know, maybe sports or video games. or And he just was kind of all over the board, right? And yeah. so he, he ended up buying this thing. He never did any podcasting. And oh, no. I, knew, I, I knew he had, I was like, hey, can I borrow this for a night? So yeah, he was nice enough to help me out. Oh, that's awesome. Well, did you, have you ever thought of like, I, I feel like I ask a lot
0: of people this, but I, this is the spirit of the show is like, this is kind of right. like, if you haven't done it, you come on, give it a shot. Is this something that like you've been thinking about? Because like we've, sort of known each other in a, in a community for a while right. like we're obviously both fans of podcasting so is it right. is something like even you and your brother or could you get neighbor Matt back in this like I love the neighbor Matt thing is it <laughs>
1: <laughs> well well and I gotta tell you neighbor Matt he literally lives down the street but we grew up together yep. um, and uh, we grew up outside of Chicago and so the fact that we're both now like half a mile away from each other in Utah is is crazy but... that is nuts Um, but anyways, with with the podcasting, I I would probably say, no, my brother, uh, lately, he's been the one kind of twisting my arm. Like we should do something. We should do something. I'm like, yeah, I love listening to podcasts. I love interacting with them. Um, and with, you know, just being a part of the community, but man, I I don't know how you guys find the time. It, It, uh, it always impresses me because, yeah, I, I don't think I'd have the time for it.
0: Oh, it's so funny. My my mom just told me that she's starting to listen to my to my blogs, as she says, because she doesn't know <laughs> what any <laughs> of these things are. And she was yeah. saying the same thing. And yeah, some some weeks are, are tougher than others, but for the most part, it's just it's all about you know the routine and stuff. But uh, right. yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, what, right before it's kind of like oh man, you know, i I'd, I'd probably really enjoy playing a game right now, and then I get right into it. And it's like, there is no better thing. There's no better. Right. There's nothing better than, you know, stopping by with a buddy and just talking with talking about some video games. So uh, right. speaking of
1: which, what what are you playing right now? <sighs> there, there's a lot of things that I, I kind of feel like I have gamer ADD right now because yes, I've, me too. I've, st- I've started so many things and um, let's
0: work through it, Josh.
1: Let's oh, my goodness. wait a so, minute, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Before we even get going on this, I finally get to thank you to your face and over the internet for so much kindness and generosity, <laughs> like I just, uh, I, I, my birthday and Christmas time and whenever anybody gets me anything, I I become very weird about it. I don't really like getting stuff, so I really. But I, I'm <laughs> like, it's because I'm so appreciative, and I I feel like I I will find a way to return the favor. I've, I I but I mean I just. I have it right here. I'm actually using nice. my, my coasters right now. These things are nice. incredible. Chelsea loves hers as well. And nice. uh, thank you so much for that and for the donation to the ride. I I mean, like, what can I, I... I don't deserve it. I don't feel like... No, but I'm it's, just very appreciative, man.
1: You know, the coasters were, were no big deal. It was one of those things where, uh, gosh, probably about two years ago... I, I don't. You probably know Scott Clark from the Married to the Games community. Um, he posted on... Yeah, he posted on Twitter some pictures of some coasters he made, and it was it, it was around Christmas time, and I was like, that's a really cool idea. So I, I Googled it, kind of looked into it, and I was like, you know, maybe I can do this for – it started off I was going to make some for my mom, just pictures of my kids. And I figured, oh, she'll, she'll like this. And then um, I was like, you know, maybe I'll try doing some of these game coasters. And the tutorial that I saw, it was someone that cut up a bunch of uh, Super Nintendo boxes, Oh God! It's blasphemy. Yeah, yeah I know. I was, I was like, "Why would Dude, you do that?" Print out a new thing. So you know, and first off, I was like, I don't even have any old Super Nintendo boxes. But oh so God. I just went online and uh, just started doing it. And I think I made gosh ten or twelve for some friends a couple Christmases ago. They loved them, and uh, haven't done them since until just a couple months ago. And I thought with going to the Married to the Games episode two hundred, I thought you know what these guys, they put in so much work every week. I'm, I'm going to make them some coasters. And I, I'd planned on making some, um, for Gabe, he came out to Salt Lake city with, uh, with his band. Yeah. Toby. And the plan was to give him some then, but, uh, yeah, that just fell through the wayside. But so anyways, I, I kind of had this idea for a while, but it ended up kind of going from like, Hey, I'm going to make a couple for these guys. I was making 36. <laughs> my kitchen table was covered. And, uh, Yeah, it was it was one of those things where people you know people say they put their blood, sweat, and tears, but I literally cut myself with a razor blade at one point. I had, I mean, it looked like a murder scene in my kitchen. I mean,
0: God, I feel even worse.
1: (laughs) No, it wasn't bad. It was just one of those things that I didn't know blood could fly so you know could spurt so high into the air because I was like cleaning up afterwards and there wasn't that much. I mean, it wasn't like literally looking like a murder scene, but but there was some blood that went around. I'm looking up at the top of my cabinets, you know, and I'm I'm a tall guy. I'm six four and. I'm reaching up, probably you know, eight eight and a half feet up in, in there wiping off this blood. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what did I do? But maybe it
0: wasn't yours. Maybe that was already there and you hadn't noticed it. <laughs> maybe it was a previous <laughs> murder. Scene. Previous murder scene you just discovered, and you've removed all the evidence. That's right. <laughs> They'll never know. Oh my! Oh, well, you're gonna have to send me the instructions because this is something that I would love to sort of like pay forward and in, in whatever way. Like I think these things are incredible. I got to post these. Uh, I, I've posted a couple pictures on my Twitter, and maybe I'll I'll do it on We the Nerdy because I've got. They're all here. The ones, the ones uh, that you've made for me are all like my right. Z- Zelda and the Super Mario. Like they just, they're the each one is better than the, than the last, and it's it's so incredible. Uh, I wanna, I wanna
1: do, I wanna make these. These are just awesome. They're fun. Um, don't make thirty six at once Fair. because when uh when you do that many, so I mean there's there's this whole process, and and at the very end is where you put in this uh, the resin that kind of goes over top to give it that gloss to kind of so uh, nice coat it all. And I quickly found out that when you're doing too many at once, that the uh, well, I was putting it. I was mixing it in this plastic cup. It's a, a mixture of hardener and resin, and I had it in this plastic cup. And I'm holding the cup in my hand as I'm pouring it on the tiles, and the cup starts getting hot, and oh, then it, shit. Starts, it starts getting really hot. <laughs> and I, I pour some. I think it was a. I think it was a Fallout Four. One of the Fallout Four ones I made for Chelsea. Yeah. That I poured it, and as soon as I poured it, it was just like this big glob landed. I'm like, oh, that one's ruined.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, but they turned uh,
1: out they turned out incredible. I had no idea you were
0: doing them. Bobby, uh, the, the Nintendo guru, he had mentioned that yeah. like, you had sent him some. I'm like, that's amazing. That's so. That's like the <laughs> nicest thing. And then I guess you had worked something out with Chelsea and stuff. So yeah, it, yeah, it she, was a
1: big surprise for me. She was really helpful behind the scenes, um, telling me what games to do, and and Bobby. Yeah, I, I sent yours and Bobby's at the same time. And I realized afterwards, I'm like, oh, crap. Bobby's going to get his way before you. Get oh, your yeah. <laughs> they, they were saying two to four weeks to get up there to you in Canada. And Bobby's was like two days. I'm like, oh, man, he, he's going to blow my cover. But. Oh,
0: no, I hadn't. I had no idea. I thought it, And it wasn't one of those like, well, obviously, uh, why didn't he send me? Any? I just thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was How so dare cool. He? I know. Well, Border Patrol is really crazy. I just read a story uh, just five minutes ago that uh, two Albertans were playing Pokemon Go and they wandered across into the states and Border Patrol had to like, oh man, grab them and take them back to Canada. I guess like this, this this game is getting so much publicity just through the crazy things that are that are happening all over the place. But uh, back right. to my question, what are you what are you playing? Okay, what's on the go?
1: Well, and I'm going to preface this by saying, um, giving a shout out to your other podcast. If we ran Nintendo, listening to that has really kind of reinvigorated me towards uh towards oh, the man. Wii U and and just Nintendo in general. Not not that I've ever like left Nintendo or, or gone away. Um, but just listening to you and Bobby talk about that has it, kind of got me really excited about about playing my Wii U. And so I've been playing a lot of uh, uh Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Mario Kart 8. Yes. Uh, just uh games that I can pick up and play for 15, 20 minutes and be, you know, done with and feel mm-hmm. like I accomplished something. I mean earlier in the year I was playing Fallout 4 and that was one of those things where, you know, you have to you have to give it a little bit of time. If you turn that thing on for 15 minutes and then walk away, you know, it's you're just wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you just went on a hike and didn't find any Pokemon. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so it's it's been fun to play some of these some of these Wii games where I can, you know, sit down and either play them with my kids for a few minutes um and then just kind of move on because it's you know it's it's just been hectic but other than that um I I've been trying to play a little bit of The Division on PS4 yeah um been are you those- finding
0: like are you like for me when when Div- games like The Division come out or Overwatch and all of these different things there are big deals made out of these changes all the patch notes people go over like a, they go over every single detail and. For me, like, I never noticed the difference. I never noticed that something massive has happened. And and right. even though there's a big hubbubble all over the Internet over these things, are you finding the same with the division or are you fine with what it has become, so to speak?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's I don't notice much. Um, yeah. When uh when Assassin's Creed Unity came out a couple of years ago, I know everyone just blew their lids over all the glitches. And I, I know right. there's a picture of someone's face being all distorted that everyone passed around the internet and kind of used this as a reason of, we're not playing this game because of this one image and how broken right. this game is. Right. I ended up playing that game probably, gosh, probably a year later. So it probably had some patches and things were probably fixed, but I went through and I played it and, and I like Assassin's Creed. It's not like my all time favorite series, but I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I played unity and, I thought it was a fine game. To to me, it was one of those things where it's like, hey, if you like the other Assassin's Creed games, you're going to like Unity. But I know so many people were just like, you know, I'm done with this. I'm not playing this game. It's horrible. And I finished it and I'm like, yeah, it was fun. It was good. I enjoyed it. I found the same thing with Batman Arkham Knight. I was
0: way outside. When when that came out, everybody's making a big deal about the Batmobile. I've talked about this with Bobby endlessly. But I just, I mean... It's kind of nice to have like a group of people who you can be close with too, and just talk about games because I think sometimes it, it is it's hard
1: to follow these things on the Internet because they they have a life of their own in some cases. Right. And, and may, maybe I'm just not as, as picky as others, but uh, kind <laughs> that's of, kind of how, how I feel too. Like Kind of, kind of along the same it? lines. Uh, what was it? Bat? I'm, I'm always going to call it from the Married to the Games guys, Arkham Oranges. Oranges. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I can't even call it its right name anymore, but yeah. <laughs> I, I played that game and it was kind of the same thing. Everyone's like, yeah, it's the worst out of the bunch. And maybe it was. But it was still fun. I mean, if if you like Batman, if you like going around and you know having a fun time beating people up as as Batman, it was it was great. Totally, um,
0: it's like Golden Abyss for me as well. Like I really think that's a that's a great Uncharted game. Right, it happens yeah. to be on the Vita, so I think it has a sort of there's a weird stigma around that as well. So right. do you kind of like gear towards more like the the open world kind of stuff? We talk about Batman, Assassin's Creed, or like you you in for the these hundred hour experiences? And now just kind of taking a shift to uh, a 15 minute thing that can still feel rewarding or like, where are you in the, what's your, what's your, what's your taste?
1: You know, I'm, I'm a little bit all over the board, but generally when someone says this is going to be a hundred hour experience, you know, it scares me away. Yeah. Uh, Fallout four was the first fallout game I ever played. Mm -hmm. It was one of those things where I was watching it at E3 a couple of years ago. And, And I was just like, you know, I got to give this a try. And they're saying, hey, you can easily sink, you know, 100, 200, 300 hours. And it it was it was intimidating. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But generally, if a game is anywhere from, I'd say, 10 to 20 hours for me, that's generally the sweet spot. Because, Like I said, having that gamer ADD, I like to play something. I like to move (laughs) on. Um, Do you finish every game or are you you able to move on before you reach the, the end credits? I really like to finish. I I can't say I do with everything. Um, Like, for example, I I have been playing Dishonored and I've kind of rage quit it twice. Me
0: too. (laughs) (laughs) I hated Dishonored. Well, you know, but by the time I finished it, I really pushed through. I had to do a review for that one for for an old site in another life. Uh, And by the time I got to the end of it, I'm like, I get what you guys are doing here. But it almost ended my marriage. Like I was I was I was having temper tantrums left, right and center with Dishonored.
1: Right. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I'm bringing up all these games from like three years ago because that's kind of all the stuff I'm playing is I have such this big backlog. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing all these old games But I I was playing Dishonored and I, I love stealth games. Like Splinter Cell is one of my all time mm. favorite series. So I'm like, OK, this this should be a game that that I really get into. And the first time I started playing, it, I think I did three or four levels. And I wasn't being as, as stealthily, if that's if that's a word. I wasn't, you know. Being as stealthily as I should, yeah, and and I was finding that I was killing too many guys, and and the city was already filling up with the rats. I'm like, okay, this isn't good, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was kind of, I was kind of just going point A to point B. I wasn't right. getting, wasn't getting all the upgrades. I'm trying to think if they're called runes. I think, yep. Um, so I wasn't going after those. I just wasn't paying attention. I was just like, okay, I'm going to the next spot. Going to the next spot. And I, like I said, played three or four levels and I I was just struggling with it. I didn't have any upgrades. I'm like, you know, I'm not doing this right. So I went back to the beginning Mm -hmm. and try. I mean, I was spending like two hours on each level and I'm trying to take my time not being seen by anyone. And I'm thinking as I'm playing this, like, am I doing this wrong? Should it be taking this long on each level? Um, But I, I got to the point where I was, you know, scouting out every single area and then I got really just Really ticked off at this one area where I was scouting them out, and then these ninjas came out of literally thin air. I'm like, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to be you know, stealthily when these guys are popping out of thin air?" And I don't know, maybe it was just something I was doing, but I was done. I'm like, I'm putting this back down. That was probably about a month ago, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should go back to that because I just know. don't like winning
0: games. It's amazing to me, like what happens when the internet starts getting excited about things. Like it almost makes you start to second guess yourself a little bit. Like that's right. definitely how I. You, I mean, if you've been listening, this is you, you hear me go through these like inner turmoil things. I've been struggling with Metal Gear Solid since it was like, like not just the Phantom and pain. I've been struggling with this as a series. When did it come out? Nineteen ninety seven, oh, something shit, like that. So, almost twenty yeah. years here. Well, I've I mean, struggled with that game forever.
1: Yeah, and I, I love Metal Gear. I actually just beat. Uh, couple months ago, Peace Walker for the first time. I was oh, playing it sweet. on my Vita. Yep. It kind of be- became my vacation game. Like, you know, when we're off, you know, I'll just bring the Vita with me and I, w- I would play it. So I'd play it in spurts. And the problem with that is, you know, sometimes it would be three, four five months since I played it last. And then you're kind of wondering, OK, what the heck am I doing? What are these controls? But right. But I, I had a lot of fun with that. And I'm kind of glad that I played it now because everything I've heard about five, I, I have five. I've had it since, what, last September. I haven't cracked it open yet Mm -hmm. um but everything i hear about five is that it kind of uh, a lot of stuff in it is based off of peace walker like having the mother base and Mm -hmm. so i've heard a lot of people when they started playing five like this is amazing it's got this mother base and you can you can grab bad guys and you know have them work for you you know i'm like yeah that's that's a uh, that's Peace Walker. It's
0: hilarious because like none of it really makes sense. The fact that you just grab a guy, you throw a balloon around his waist and he flies up. You're right. going to see him later at your base. And he just like forgot what happened. And he's so <laughs> hey, I worked to, for you. There's no <laughs> real explanation for it. It's just this is the way it is. And that's just Metal Gear. And I have to give it to them for just you know, right. they're just so confident in the way that that Hideo Kojima is able to create these games are so crazy. And uh yeah, I, I'm kinda going through that right now. I'm 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 on a roller coaster ride with this game because I've had last night I just about rage quit. The night before I'm singing its praises. I'm like, I get it. This is right. I, I texted my neighbor Matt going like I finally get it. He's the one who's who's showing me Metal Gear from from the very beginning. I remember watching like the I remember watching the opening credits and just thinking, like, this thing has opening credits, it's like a movie. Right. And so, but he was always the one who was great at it. I never owned a PlayStation growing up. He was always the one to have. It. So I was kind of watching
1: through his eyes and realizing that this was a big thing kind of outside of that. So, well, that's kind of the same way I am. So, uh, my friend Brett Bodden and I, we, Brett we, Brett T. Text Bodden, you, love yeah, it. Brett T. Bodden, we'll, uh, we'll text each other like daily, like, what are you playing? What podcast have you been listening to? And, we'll, you know, we're always just, you know, back and forth. And so, couple weeks ago when i was really into dishonored he was probably getting all these texts saying oh this game's so good so good and then the very next day like yeah i think i'm done with this i I, can't play this
0: (laughs) i can't do this anymore Uh, i find it hard to like really make up my mind about a game like that but uh anyway i I want to ask you about your vita as well because i have i have a thing with my vita where um I'll, i'll kind of same as you like it's mostly like my vacation maybe maybe uh Sometimes when I'm, when I'm taking the bus, I'll, I'll be playing that. But every once in a while, a game like Persona did this, where I was just I was playing a couple hours here, and then I took a, a drive out to Vancouver, which is 14 hours away from me. So I got a good chunk into, into Persona 4. I come back from Vancouver, now having 28 hours on the road, and uh, it started to re- actually replace my console gaming. Really? And I don't know if there's anything like that you've had like on a handheld like that is similar to that or like are you basically just whenever you pack your bags it's Vita then when you're home it's consoles
1: um, for the most part I mean I've always preferred consoles growing up as a kid I never had like a, a Game Boy or or anything like that oh, okay um, but I, I will say. Going back to Uncharted, when when I got Golden Abyss, um, I was taking that to work, and you know I'm sitting in the break room for 20 minutes, and I'm playing 20 minutes of Golden <laughs> Abyss, you know, and everyone's looking at me like, what is this guy doing? I'm like, ah, I don't care, I'm just going for it. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh this I, I I just went to uh, Married to the Games 200 in Tennessee, and I I brought my Vita, I didn't touch it, but I brought my son's 3ds. Um, I don't have a 3ds, he has one. But, you know, it's one of those things that whenever I want it, I can take it. He he, he uh, tried to, <laughs> to bribe me a little bit and said, OK, dad, you can you can take this, but it's going to cost you five dollars every day you have. What? It. What a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I just looked at him and said, OK, that's fine. But uh, every day you play the PS4, that's going to cost you five dollars. And he's on that thing more than I am. I mean, nice. he's playing Minecraft, Terraria, uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront. So, um, yeah, anyway, awesome. so, so he, he real quickly retreated and was like, okay, okay, you can borrow it. But but I, I took that on the trip, and I uh, I got Ocarina of Time, which I haven't played since, gosh, when, whenever it came out. What was that, 98, something like that? Yeah,
0: 96 and, maybe, something like yeah, yeah, somewhere way that. Way
1: back then. And, and it was one of those games that that I never beat. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just, just killing me because, you know, I love Zelda, but for whatever reason, I just never, I think I got caught someplace where I was supposed to throw, throw a boomerang around and, and hit a little button to drop a drawbridge down and I could never do it for whatever reason. Right. And, um, so anyways, I I picked that up a week or two ago and I figured, you know, we got this long flight out and I'm just going to play it the whole time. And I did, and I played it, you know, each night in the hotel. And since I've been back, I've been, been kind of playing it and haven't really played much of the console stuff over the last couple days. But, so I think that's going to be my game. That's gonna kind of let everything else collect dust for a little bit. I mean, it's kind of cheating because it's an old console game, not necessarily a handheld. But uh, not cheating
0: but, at all, I think. And it looks incredible; like it's super yeah. crisp. Is it an XL or is it a the? Is an
1: XL. It's yeah. so
0: like so. I have a I have a few of the 3ds's laying around, and every once in a while, I'll jump back to the to the original size one, and I'm just kind of like floored at just how how crisp that actually does look. I I do. Just as my eyes get worse and worse as every day goes on, uh, I enjoy the nice large screen of the XL. But that that small one is, is surprises me every once in a while. I was playing. I went camping a couple weeks ago at the beginning of the month here, and uh, brought along my copy of Mario Kart Seven, and then Chelsea's copy, and I gave it to my brother, and we played for a couple hours just just out camping. It was just incredible. Right. Just that's how I got to back to seeing this thing for the last uh, the last time. But um, what's the want to know so because you're so such a generous such a such an overall nice <laughs> dude like i got to think like family is a big a big part for you like what what's growing up with spencer like uh as kids like what are you guys
1: playing what's what's the family dynamic for you guys well it's it's interesting because gaming has always been a part of our family as as far back as I can remember um you know and I have so many good memories of of just playing Nintendo uh I mean we had an Atari when I was really little I can't say that I really remember much I mean I remember Pitfall and that's that's about it yeah um but when we got the NES I want to say it was like maybe 88 and, uh, Spencer had a Spencer's my older brother for those that don't know, but he, uh, he had a paper out and he was saving up all of his, all of you're his money. So similar,
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. I so, love it. Sorry. So he, how old are you now?
1: I'm 35.
0: Okay. So we're very close. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm getting a sense of where you're at back in 88. Okay. Yeah.
1: So he's two years older than me and, uh, he had this paper out and he was saving up all his money. My mom, uh, put money down on layaway at Walmart. I don't know, even know if they have that anymore, but <laughs> but that's how we got the Nintendo. So technically it was it was his, but it was one of those things where, you know, whoever's birthday it was, you know, I was getting games for my birthday and Christmas and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so so we always just loved playing it. And um it was funny because we would come home from school and that was like, of course, like every other kid, that was the first thing we wanted to do was, right. was, to, was to hop on and play, but we would come home and and our gaming TV was upstairs in this, uh, kind of this big hallway area. And we would go up the stairs and there'd be my mom sitting like Indian style with the controller in her hand <laughs> playing, you know, Tetris or Dig Dug. Yeah. And, and so we would be going up to her like, Hey mom, um, can we maybe play that for a minute? And and you know she was I think she was probably the inspiration for the Wii because she would be holding that control oh, yeah. and she's playing Tetris she'd be like yeah moving it from side <laughs> to side and swaying so violently back and forth and you know we'd say hey mom can can we play that and she'd be like okay just just one more minute one more minute one more minute and she was good at Tetris so That's she would be awesome. like level nine and those pieces are flying down and she's trying to get to ten so that the uh, the Kremlin will launch off and and you know, sure enough, she'd probably like die halfway to level ten, and then she'd be like, "I gotta play one more time, one, one more. more time." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of, instead of the kids being like, you know, five more minutes, mom, five more minutes, it, it was my mom who'd be there playing all the time, and and so that was cool. Um, she doesn't really play much anymore now, but it was kind of fun to to have a mom that was, you know, a, a gamer of sorts. Totally. Um,
0: that's like unheard of back then, really.
1: Right, and my dad really wasn't much of a gamer, and yeah. and I I didn't know this. I I, I called my mom a couple of days ago, and I'm like, "Hey, mom, I have the worst memory, so kind of refresh me on some of these things." And I was just like, you know, picking her brain, like, "Hey, what was gaming like, you know, when we were kids?" And and she was telling me that uh, when when us kids would go down for bed. Um, that my mom and my dad would pop in Mario.
0: Come on,
1: and and they would be playing it when we were asleep, and I, and I guess my dad was terrible at it, and it used to really annoy him. He'd say, you know, the boys can do this, why can't I do it? And and <laughs> she was she would just tell us she's like, yeah, he was no good at this game, um, but but yeah, so so gaming's always. Kind of always been there. Um, so when I, you and Spencer kind of got a chance to grab the controller away from you, guys, I'm imagining
0: you guys are probably eating dinner at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night because <laughs> by the time your mom gets off, then you guys can give it a shot, and then dinner's later. Everything gets pushed back because of well,
1: games well, know, it. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, my mom would always use gaming as she kind of hold it as a thing above my head. Like, hey, if if you want to play, you got to get your homework done. You got to get mm-hmm. your chores done. And that always worked for me, you know, (laughs) she says, you know, you got, you know, I need to go vacuum the whole house. I'll go vacuum the whole house, whatever. And I kind of find that I do the same thing with, with my son now, when, when he gets out of line and we have to ground him, it's always, you're grounded from the PlayStation Mm -hmm. for a couple of days. That's, it's always what it is. and, And that does it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I remember even, um, going back to going back to gaming as kids, when, uh, when Mario two came out, mm-hmm. um, my brother and I were just dying to have that money was a little bit tight. And so we weren't expecting it. And, and I remember my mom just walking in the house one day and said, Hey guys, close your eyes. I got a surprise. Come on. And you know, it was like the day it came out and we were freaking out. And, and so I know people now look back on Mario two and a lot of people are like, yeah, it wasn't that good. But for me, even if it was like the worst game ever, I wouldn't care, because those memories are just... I mean, I was just so blown away.
0: It was so special. You know, I don't remember thinking... Like, I knew it was obviously it was very different, but I didn't know where it would go after Mario 2. Like, Mario 3 would eventually kind of return sort of more to form with what we had. Right. Like, a more advanced version of, of the first Mario. And I had no idea of the Lost Worlds. Like, I mean, we had, there was no internet. We, we had whatever Nintendo Power was feeding us back then. Right. And so the second one was... Um, it was special because... You got to play as all the different characters. And I remember neighbor Matt's brother, neighbor Ben, uh, he had me completely fooled. He kind of did like this pre connect thing where he said, point at the screen because it's it knows where you're pointing and it will select the character for you. And so I was pointing at Toad and he, just, <laughs> he completely guessed, like, because he can't really line up where my finger's going. He completely guessed. And I'm like, that's amazing. I can't believe this. But. <laughs> That's that's kind of what kids used to do back then. Is that's really what I remember: is people just lying to each other left, right, and center because you had no way to verify. You had no Google right. to say like, wait a minute, that's that's not quite right. Um, but Mario Two is was, was special as well because they had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I don't know right. if uh, if you remember that or like they on Fridays they had they had Legend oh, of Zelda.
1: We have. We have some DVDs of that, and it is so bad. It is so bad. <laughs> my, my kids love watching it. And they'll always be like, oh, I really? Watch. yeah. And it's one of those things where we just cringe and we're like, Oh, I, you know, I, what I did guess. They think they had to like that was
0: back in the days where everything had to be a bad rap, like everything right. was like bad hip hop.
1: <laughs> they, they love it, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where me and my wife are like, Oh, please, let's just pick anything. You know, we'll watch Frozen ten times over if we have to instead oh, of watching God. that. You know, just
0: give us anything. But. Yeah, a friend of mine got me uh, those DVDs a couple of Christmases ago and I, I haven't even gotten to season 2 yet. And so uh I just but it's good to have. I mean, it's good it's good memories. But do you like were you guys often playing a lot of two-player games? Was it mostly just you kind of like taking turns in in Mario or like what what's game with your brother like?
1: I'm trying to get a sense
0: of like cuz you guys are just, it seems like you're very close. Are you close now? We
1: are. We are. Yeah. Um but we are definitely competitive. So I mean, we do. Oh. Oh yeah, I mean, gosh, he's probably. What do you mean? He's probably getting get mad at me for even uh, bringing this up, but but not even just video games, but um, basketball, for example. I, okay. I played I played basketball all through high school, and I'm definitely the taller one. And we used to play basketball in the backyard all the time when mm-hmm. when I was probably like ten. And by the time I got ten, I was starting to get better than than him. And I think I think that just drove him crazy oh, and it was, it was one of those things where every time i win, he'd be like oh you cheated you cheated and then then he would never play me anymore mm-hmm. um but but gaming i mean we like to do a lot of the co-op stuff you know yeah. we love to do contra and 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 things like that where we'd uh play it together uh we also um i have, I have two younger sisters and i have a lot of good memories of playing uh mario kart all four of us yes um mario kart 64 and then um even mario kart double dash which is i mean i I know it's not necessarily recent but um we that game um that game got us through uh just a really hard time my dad died not to not to take the podcast down but my dad died in 02 and i think that was around the same time that double dash came out and he died uh three weeks before christmas oh man i'm so sorry yeah, and I mean it was it was it was a terrible thing, um, but uh, th- that game brought us all together. It gave us something fun to do. Um, there, there's a mode on it which y- you may have played called Shine Thief, which probably isn't even the most popular mode, um, but but it's one where whoever has the star once the time runs out wins. And yes, it starts off with like sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. And every time, so if I have the star and I'm running around, someone hits me with a shell or whatever, the clock will stop and sometimes it'll back up and add a few more seconds. And so it gets to be one of those things where there's, you know, two or three seconds left, someone gets hit, the clock goes back to seven or eight, nine seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's just this mad dash, like throw red shells at them. And we were, you know, I, I was already, I was an newly wed I was I was married at the time my my brother was married um but we all came together for christmas and and as sad as as and as hard as that time was that was like that was a one the one good memory you know we have from that christmas and even now um my sister uh flew in from louisiana a couple of weeks ago and surprised me for my birthday and, and first thing we all wanted to do was play mario kart double dash and, oh, and play shine and so you know th- things like that are just you know such a, such a great way to, to kind of bring us together as a family. And that's something you don't really think about with gaming all the time. You know, it Mm kind of gets a a, a bad rap by those that, that don't game. But, but for me, like I was saying earlier, I have all these memories with, um, with my parents when they were younger, when, when I was really younger and then also, um, you know, even to up to the point to where I was married playing with, with siblings. Mm -hmm.
0: And how, like, how is your, uh, your wife obviously knew you were a gamer right from the very beginning. What, is she into games like Chelsea is? Because, like, that was, it was <laughs> one of those, like, when Chelsea, <laughs> when I turned 28, this is going back always, uh, my, my birthday is on the 28th, so she threw me a golden coin birthday. I guess when your nice. birthday, like, years or whatever, like, right, you turn 28, it's a golden birthday. Right, the golden, yep. So, or champagne, I don't know. I didn't even know this was a thing until I turned 28, so she threw me this big thing and she had, like, a, on, on the... On a big table, she had made like an eight-bit Mario out of little cupcakes. So right. like every cupcake was it was a color. I'm just like, well, I, th- I guess I have to marry you now. <laughs> <laughs> so seals the deal. Yeah, that was that was kind of know, Like now that that this is pretty much. I still have some stuff actually. But I, I don't have my my camera pointing the right way, but I still have like she made custom question blocks and just uh, all these different booths like the the ghosts and everything. I, just incredible stuff. So I was like, yeah, I should probably probably marry you but uh i'm wondering how how is gaming come into play with with you and the wife and the family like is it is it a family affair? is it just kind of like yours to own what's going on there
1: you know she she plays some um but she's definitely more on the casual side i mean i can get her to play the mario parties and the mario karts um when when mario kart Wii was um was it a newer thing. We would. Uh, we had a group of, gosh, eight or ten of us. Holy cow! That that we would every Monday night after we'd all get our kids to bed, we'd all get online and we'd play Mario Kart for like an hour. And and so that was, that was great. And and of course I'm, I'm getting mad at these other couples because the one husband won't like shoot the shell at his wife. And so I'm like yelling (laughs) at the TV, like, you know, she's in first place. He's in second place. I'm like, shoot the red shell at her. Take her out. (laughs) Uh, Whereas, you know, if if my wife was in front of me and I had the shell, you know, I was shooting it every time and she would, you know, she'd give me this look like, how come you don't ever uh, have, you know, take any mercy out on me, but you know, um chelsea are yeah. the
0: same though we're, we have like kind of like this unspoken truce though uh where we definitely don't take each other out especially when we're playing online <laughs> and it's always like you know because sometimes that red show will do its own thing you t- take them out by accident and it's this big whole like oh, i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that i can't believe that that got you but it's uh i just love mario kart it just brings everybody together uh, it seems like it's still like the only game that you really look forward to playing like the only thing that's really worth splitting your screen up into four pieces anymore right? right. Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, um, so, I mean, my wife will play some of that stuff, but for, yeah. when you were talking about with Chelsea, how you kind of had that moment like, oh, oh this is why I'm going to marry her. Yeah, uh, for me, it was, I mean, this wasn't like the reason where I'm like, this is why I'm going to marry her necessarily, but uh, I remember I going the over... Same. I- Yeah. Right. I I don't want to minimize it to to a football story here, but um, I remember going over to her house. We started dating in high school and I remember going over to her house on a Sunday and, uh, you know, being both of us back from the Chicagoland area where, you know, Bears fans. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking into her house and her whole family was sitting around the TV watching the Bears game. I'm like, yep, this is it. This is it. These are my people. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. I'm home and I didn't even realize it. Um, but, but anyways, uh, sorry, I'm kind of all over the place here, that's, but when, you, when you were to
0: this talking, show, <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you were talking about, um, for your birthday, how, how Chelsea made you the, the Mario theme party, um, I did the same thing for my son for his, gosh, I want to say it was his sixth birthday. I, I made him a, a question block pinata
0: nice, and,
1: and had all the neighbor kids coming over with these fake mustaches and, and the Mario hat and <laughs> And uh, so, you know, they all had a blast. And who knows? I, I think they all played Mario, but probably some of them were like, why are they making us wear mustaches? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's amazing just how like how longstanding Mario is, is that we can we we've obviously all grown up on Mario. We can introduce him even if you never heard of him before. He's just such a jolly dude. Like, right. you never heard of him. you just like, I, I really like this Mario guy. But uh, I want to. I want to be conscious of your time here too, and I wanted to ask you about Mary to the Games. Okay, it's a it's a important part, I think, of both of our lives. We've been connected right. by this by this other podcast. Um, where did you first kind of come across it? And then what's the journey like from just being a fan to flying across the country to to meet these guys? It's one of my favorite shows, so I completely understand. I'm gonna go to whatever is next but i'm i'm I've always been curious like how how do you discovered it and how you got to where you are now
1: well well I'll tell you before I kind of start the story um it was a week ago that I flew across the country and I'm I'm at work and there's this brand new employee and I'm training him and I'm like an hour from leaving to the airport. My work's literally a mile from, from the Salt Lake airport. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of rushing through some training and I tell him, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to rush, but, but I got to go on this flight, uh, to Tennessee. And <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where someone says, Oh, well, what are you going there for? And you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a video game podcast and it's, it's 200th episode. So I'm flying across the country, but, uh, you know, I, I used to be really sheepish about it. And, and sometimes I still, I'm depending, on, depending, depending so on funny. the, yeah, depending on the circumstance, but, but you know, wh- whatever it's, mm-hmm. uh, I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, yeah, the, these guys, you know, I, they're friends, you know, yep. you start off where it's these people you just interact with, online and you maybe just at first just listen in but it kind of you know you, you start having a, a little bit of banter back and forth and getting to know these people but mm. i i found married to the games probably when it was around episode i want to say 70 to 75 somewhere in there I, I can't remember for sure but i was sitting at work and um, I'll listen to a lot of music or a lot of podcasts at my job. It's it's a desk job and I'm generally have the headphones on and I'm listening to something. Mm-hmm. And I'd listen to a lot of uh the IGN podcast, beyond and uh podcast unlocked. And, you know, having one of those a week and when you're listening to stuff all the time, you you run through those real quick. Totally. And so I, I, I figured, you know, I'm just gonna do a search and I I think I typed in the search, um, dads gaming married something something along those lines and just I figured I'll see if there's anything that kind of fits where I'm at in life Mm -hmm. and four or five podcasts came up and I kind of just sampled them briefly um but like like for me I treat podcasts almost like uh, a new album if if I'm listening to a new album for the first time, it's really hard to ch- kind of judge, you know, do I really like this or not? I generally have to listen to it a few times through. So the first time I listened to Married to the Games, I thought, oh, this is this is cool. But, you know, I didn't really know the guys. I didn't know their background. Right. Um, did you go back? I did. So I yes. it was, pro- it was probably only after listening to two or three episodes. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back from the beginning. Yeah. And so I went back and listened to all of them. Uh, episode 100 was the, was the first time that I ever wrote in a question. And then I started telling, um, started telling my, my brother and, and Brett about this podcast. And And my brother at the time hadn't been gaming for a little while. He'd kind of taken a hi hiatus, been, you know, busy with, you know, kids and wives, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was around the time that destiny was coming out and he was oh, yeah. huge into Halo back in the day. And so I kept telling him, I was the one saying, Hey, you got to get a PS4 so we can play destiny together. You got to get it. You got to get it. And sure enough, he gets it and he plays the crap out of destiny. (laughs) And I play it for like, you know, 40, 50 hours and I'm done with it. And he was always kind of the tables turned where he's like, Josh, you got to play, you got to come on and play. And, and I had kind of moved on and was, was done with it. But, um, yeah, so I, I started really getting into it just after a few episodes and then when spencer i want to say it was around 120 he wrote in one week and said you know my brother my brother told me to listen to this podcast it's been great I remember and then it was like the very next week brett wrote in and was like hey my friend josh stapleton got me listening to this podcast and that's kind of <laughs> that whole you know the street street, street team moniker came which which is is just a lot of fun i mean when it's we were best. at uh, when we were at episode 200 um uh, this guy Q, I think his name's Quiley Cox. He asked us. He's like, "Hey, h- how do I join the street team?" <laughs> I, do- <laughs> I, I told him, uh, "There's not really any requirements. I guess you're in." You know, uh, you know, it's it's this made-up term, but but it's been a lot of fun. Um, From the
0: outside looking in, like it really does seem like you guys have like this operation going on. Like every time they say the Stapletons and the and the street team, I imagine you guys with like almost like the, on the outside of a concert where whoever the groupies are out there, like putting the flyers <laughs> in the, in the windshield wipers and everything. Like I, I see you guys like putting up posters, but that's all in, in my mind's eye, of course, but well, well or maybe yeah. not.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not quite to that extent. I mean, I, I've joked around with them about walking around, uh, the university of Utah college and, and passing out pamphlets, but it, you know, it hasn't got to that. But, uh, but at the same point, I, I think every time I go on vacation, I, I always pack my, my married to the game shirt. And I, I think I've taken pictures with that shirt, like literally, I don't know, all over the country. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I'll always get questions where people say, Oh, you know, what's that? And, you know, I'll, I'll tell them. And it's, it's one of those things for me, if, if there's something that, that I really enjoy, I just want to tell others about it, whether they're gamers or not. You know, um, I have a, a coworker who I've been working with this lady for Five, six years. I had no idea that she played games. And one day I'm over at her desk and I'm talking to her, and I look down and I see she has a Game Informer magazine on her desk. Oh. And well, my first thought was, "Oh, that's probably her kids' magazine." And I actually, oh, right. <laughs> I actually said to her, kind of sarcastic, because it was one that had Gears of War four on the cover. I looked at it and sarcastically said, "Oh, playing Gears of War four, are you?" You know, and she she looked at me and she's like, "I love Gears of War," and I, I kind of jumped back and I said, "What? Wait a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, "You play Gears?" And and so it's one of those things where it kind of went from, you know, just shock and awe to, Hey, I got to tell you about some of these podcasts I'm listening to you should give these things a try. And oh, so, that is
0: awesome. So I,
1: I, I try, I try and live up to the, the street team moniker. Um, Oh, you definitely do a great job of that for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun and, yeah. and, uh, those guys are just, I mean, they're just the best. Um, yeah. the first time we actually met Gabe was, uh, three or four months ago when he came out here. Um, to play, and, and I know he's coming up your way, too. So. I know.
0: I just saw I was tweeting him the other day. I'm like, I feel like a real creep creeper <laughs> that now that I know, like, your schedule and everything. And now I, I don't like making a thing a big thing. Like, I, I'd rather if it was like, oh, he's coming. And it's like four days from now. Like, that would be way better than this
1: couple months down the road. But anyways, that's besides. Well, hey, I, I'm the creeper because I looked at him like, oh, he's going up to Canada. He should hang out with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: but, I'll, uh, I'll look to you to set up the itinerary and everything. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, be Gabe's
1: secretary, but, but anyways, I mean, I just gotta, I just gotta give them a little bit of praise for a second because yes. when, when we met Gabe for the first time, you know, it, it's got, it's gotta be a little nerve wracking. And he kind of talks about that where, you know, he's, you never know what you're going to get when you meet someone for the first time, you know, if they're going to be like a, a total creeper, you know, if, if they're going to be someone that you think is going to murder you or if they're just going to be cool guys. Yeah. So, so we, we hung out with him. We went to lunch, and the thing that really, really impressed me with him is just how genuine he is. I'm not really like a big touchy feely person, but he, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting at this table as uh, Spencer, Brett, Gabe, and I, just having lunch, and you know, we had spent five minutes with him, and he keeps, you know, reaching out and putting his hand on our shoulders and <laughs> smiling at us and saying how happy he is to finally meet us, and uh, just such a good dude. And and Tim Router, who was on your show a couple oh, weeks God. ago. So great. Same, same same exact way. Yeah. Um, When, when the first time we saw him at 200, when we're flying out there was we did this thing called the escape room. Yes. And uh, when we got out of our car and, you know, we see Tim and he just immediately throws his arms open, runs up and like bear hugs us. And uh, that's just, that's just the quality type of people that all these guys are. So it's, Mm it's just I don't know. It's just great. I, I can't say enough good things about those guys and how just genuinely good people they are. It's one of those. Uh, they they release their show at the perfect time of the week too. Um,
0: I, I say this to Bobby as well, and it's not just because I do his show as well. The IGNs are, have become like, and I still love them, and the Beyonds and PS. I love and all that kind of stuff, but it's married to the games, and it's um, and it's the Geek Castles. When those two pop up on my feed, like I I'm jumping to those. To those first and it's like for me married to the games is uh like i was listening to them before i even got married and and even when i did get married i was thinking like see gamers can get married (laughs) like it was kind of like it was there's hope for us yeah like you would talk about games and your wife in the same sentence and it's just like that's a thing like that's kind of neat and so i really i really liked um just everything that they they've kind of built and I, i look up to them definitely a lot and the community has been absolutely incredible. I totally I, I wrote into them last week uh, and I, j- I really regret not going it would have been incredible to meet you in person. Uh, I, I need them to do something else for me to go. Right. It's just a little too soon after the kind of funny live thing for right. me. And I, uh, I again, if I were to do it all over again, I probably probably would have done Married to the Games and nothing against kind of funny. It's just that Married to the Games is just so different. I don't know. It's just very it'd be very neat to to meet everybody.
1: Well, the, na- the, the nice thing too about it being a little bit of a smaller group than something—I like, mean, kind of funny—is is so, so massively and successful. And that's what I
0: realize is that it's so huge. It is so, right. and I don't, I don't do so good in those. As it turns out, I'm not so good in the big groups. I'm more, I'm well, more. Of a, that's why I do this show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and hey, I completely understand that. I'm, I'm not. I get so much anxiety in, in big groups. Um, but uh, the nice thing about going to 200 was, you know, everyone, whether or not we've met each other before, everyone kind of knows everyone, right. you yeah. know, cause we've right. all interacted, whether it's, you know, on Twitter or on the forums or, or whatever it is. And everyone was just so excited to mm-hmm. see one another. Uh, Gabe was, as, as he said on the podcast was just so stressed. And I remember after two, <laughs> after, after the recording was over, I mean, we, we stayed there till gosh, I think the podcast started at six and probably went from like six to eight 30 and we were there till 1 30 in the morning. Mm. It's one of those things where, you know, Ed was going to have to drive four hours home or have to drive in four hours. Uh, we got to get out of here. We're keeping them up. But, um, but anyways, everyone was just so happy to see each other. And one of the things that Gabe and I kind of talked about, is, I told him, I said, Hey, you know, this has been great, but you know, if we were all just Hanging out in a parking lot, no one would have cared. We mm-hmm. were just so happy to just to hang out with these people and and to see everyone that you've been interacting with for years and That's one of the really cool things in in today's internet society is you meet these people you know across the country across the world wherever. And, you know, you kind of become friends, but then you finally get a chance to to just hang out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was that was amazing.
0: Well, and that's why I love like getting to do this show is is really amazing. One of my favorite parts is is from Married to the Games. a A lot of what they do is is what has inspired this show. And like they spend so much time making sure that they get to probably not so much these days anymore, but like every single question. They have so right. much focus on on that interaction because it is a special moment whenever you write into something and you hear somebody else read your question back and you're like, oh my God, like not only did they receive the message, but they're reading it. Now they're like sharing it. Now they're talking about it. Oh my God, they said my name. And right. it's, this, it's this crazy thing. And that's exactly why I wanted to do kind of like this show because it's, it's more than... I want to take that to like the nth degree and like those after after a couple of sending in questions you kind of get like that brief moment with the podcaster, like kind of talking about whatever the topic is that you want to discuss and like I want to go just like a little more I want to find out more about these people and that's why I just like I've enjoyed so much of our time here tonight and that's why I've enjoyed doing this show the entire time it's just Everybody has a story to tell when it comes to video games. We can all remember what it was like when we were five years old. Right. Trying to just get in whatever that amount of gaming was for us back then. It, like, whatever it was. If For me, it was the same it's the same thing as you guys with the paper route. and just Or route. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just trying to figure out a way to finish it, get home, and get back to games. And whatever it took, it just didn't matter. And we all... We all have that in common. My, my big thing that I always talk about is um, even before the internet, we all had an NES and we all knew that when the game wasn't working, you blew in the cartridge, right? Like that's just kind of like this amazing universal thing that we all sort of knew, but there's no way for us to tell each other. Now we have this incredible way of meeting each other and getting
1: to know one another. And it's been just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And, and you know, you're talking about blown in the cartridge. <laughs> what? I've, I've found myself, um, I I started this last year, uh, going to hitting up a lot of garage sales and, and, uh, like I've, I've kind of become a a little bit of a, a, of a flipper. Um, I I'm adding to my collection, but I'm, but I'm also, you know, I'll, I'll see these games that, you know, are being sold for like a buck. And, and I remember I, I bought a, uh, this wasn't from a garage sale, but I bought a Nintendo 64 game, um, for a couple bucks, and I, I bought it from this little mom and pop shop. I took it home, popped it in, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And stupid me, I didn't even think, you know, trying the blowing tricks. So that was like the NES cartridge thing. I was thinking, oh, this probably doesn't matter with the N64. And I, mm-hmm. I, I took it back to the shop and I was like, hey, this game's broken. And, you know, the guy <laughs> rubs a little bit of rubbing alcohol and it mm-hmm. pops it in his machine. He's like, nope, it's good, you know, and, and it's just, you know, crazy how that's the
0: advanced uh, trick that's when the,
1: the internet right.
0: debunked the whole blowing it
1: it's like oh there's rubbing alcohol and q-tip that's fancy <laughs> <laughs> right but but i i find myself um probably spending more time you know either consuming podcasts about video oh, games sure. or, or going out and and flipping games than i actually am even in playing them lately mm-hmm. um but it's been so much fun i, I don't know if you ever watch uh the YouTuber CJR. Um, nope. Okay. Well, you got to check him out sometime. He He's based out of Toronto and his whole thing is is garage selling. And uh, I, I started watching him a year ago and, you know, he goes out every Saturday and he just comes in with all these, you know, 40, 50, 60 games, just crazy amounts. Yeah. So I was like, I got to try this. Nice. So <laughs> I, I've been going out and I can't say I've had like his level of success. I mean, there's been a lot of times where I'll, I'll go out and I'll spend two hours driving around from one place to another and come back with like Wii Sports Resort. And I'll be like, okay, was this really worth hours of my time? Uh, But, but it's, it's it's been kind of a, a a fun thing to to find some of these old games. I mean, I mean there are a lot of them that I'll you know throw up on eBay. But I'm kind of using it as a way to the games I don't want. I'll I'll sell them off and then use it to to pay for the games I, I do want. And it, I don't. know. It's been a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. That's so intriguing. My dad is a big uh, garage sale guy, but he's not doing it for games. He just buys stuff. And I'm realizing as I get older that. One of one of these days, unfortunately, something is going to happen and I'm going to have to take care of all of his stuff. But nonetheless, uh, what is some of like your most exciting like what are the things you're like, what you're selling this? I'm start the car. I need to grab this and get the hell out of here.
1: Right. Well, probably the best score I had was actually at a pawn shop. There's a pawn shop not too far from me where they sell all their GameCube games for a buck and they don't no matter what, no matter what. They don't. They don't price them out. They're just a buck. They don't. Oh they don't. God. They don't get them in very often. Right and now, I probably annoy the crap out of them because I'm always calling like, "Hey, do you have any GameCube games in stock?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, no.
0: are like the only place you can buy something that they don't have a website with their like current like a right. inventory. Right. Like we, that's what we used to do as kids, calling into Toys R Us. Right.
1: But yeah, so I got, gosh, Dude, I went I in there one time, that, and though. I think I, I think I got six or seven GameCube games, and they were all like high quality, like you know, Paper Mario, Tales of Symphonia, um, gosh, what were some of the other ones? I mean, they were all ones that I was turning around and selling for 40, 50 bucks. Holy uh, crap! Yeah, um, you didn't want to Dark, keep them? Eter- uh, some of them I did keep. But okay, this is this when I was like first starting and. Yeah, but uh, Eternal Darkness, I think I, I flipped that. and Oh, no. I, I know. I've never, I've never even played it, but I actually I actually sold that to Brett. So I figure if I ever want to play it, I'll be like, hey, Brett, remember that game that I uh, sold to you? Can, can I play it? Oh,
0: man. Yeah, definitely. I would love to hear what you have to think. That game is so creepy. It just messes with your mind. I have it. Have it in the basement. I might play it after this. <laughs>
1: nice, nice. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, gosh, it's been a ton of fun. Cause I will, like every Friday night I'll go on the classified ads and I'll start scouting Jesus. things out. I'll, if, if they have a phone number, I'll text them and be like, Hey, do you have any video games? Hey, do you have any video games? And yeah. I think, I think I just drive people crazy because I'll get all these texts back like everyone asks about video games. No, we don't have video games,
0: (laughs) but you've grown a thick skin to that. You're, you're kind of expecting a little bit of attitude when it comes back. And but it's funny because I, I just saw it's garage season right now. There's like, they're popping up left, right and center here. But for some reason, I just, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I've been burned too many times or just haven't found anything in the last i don't know a half dozen times of trying to find because you always hear the story of a garage sale and and somebody finds like this in the box like original zelda game or something crazy like that and i've never found anything even remotely close to that i can't even find like um kids toys that are anyway um so i it's something that is very appealing to me so maybe i might live vicariously through you you have to let me know about your adventures about Finding well, things it, on uh, garage sales and pawn shops it, and stuff.
1: It's it's fun, but I, I got to the point where um, I, I was buying so much that my wife said, "Are you really making money doing this?" And and granted, I'm not making much. <laughs> but asking for your financials. <laughs> I, well, I actually created. It was like the morning of Father's Day. I'm sitting at the computer and I'm putting a spreadsheet together of how much I bought everything for. You know, how much I sold it for, how much the eBay fees are, the PayPal fees, and um, because I, I think probably in the last three or four months, I've probably flipped, gosh, 80 games, something like that. Oh my gosh. Um, that's insane. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. Like it's definitely don't quit your day job to right Cause some of them is like, yeah, I made two bucks here and I made five bucks here. But, but then you get those others too. Like I was saying where it's like, wow, I made 50 bucks on this. You know, I, I bought a Game Boy micro the other day. <gasps> do you still have it? I, I do. Can I buy I it from you? sure but uh
0: no i'm dead serious right <laughs> now okay so i know that chelsea isn't home yet she would flip out yeah okay yeah. we need to we need to talk okay, about we'll, this we'll, because we'll yeah this she has been looking for a micro since the day that i met her she's like really? hi my name is chelsea if you have a gameboy micro i would really like to have it <laughs> what well, not
1: really. <laughs> it's funny because another one of the Married to the Games listeners, Donnie Reese, on Twitter, he'll always be like, hey, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? So I, ah. I, I'll, I'll talk to him whenever I get Nintendo stuff. But it's it's fun, too, because when I first started... You know, I would see games that looked appealing to me that I thought, "Oh, this this will garner some money." Like, uh, like I bought Red Dead off someone for PS3, and I thought, "Oh, you know, I, I can get a few bucks for this." Nope, it didn't sell at all.
0: Yeah, what I, is with that? Well, digital um, too, right? As soon as you start getting into that, like, with it, the cartridges that they're they're hard to hard to find, like. Anybody can buy Red Dead now. That's the whole thing.
1: Right. And what I'm finding, too, is is if you're trying to if you're trying to flip a PS3 or an Xbox 360 game, for the most part, you're not going to get anything. Yeah. It's, it's common enough that everyone can find it. It's, it's a great time to collect. I've, I've been buying and keeping a whole lot of PS3 games. I, I sold my 360, which I regret. Um, oh, Josh. I, I sold it years ago. I sold like my 360 and like 36 games to get my PS4 and yeah, I, I used to be the guy that was always selling my stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And now now I've become the guy that's like buying everything back. And so I'm, I'm sheepishly saying to my wife like, hey, uh, I'm going to be buying a game <laughs> again. Like remember a couple of years ago when I sold it? Yeah, I'm, I'm buying it back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yes. I,
0: I did the same thing. I, I sold my – my famous story is my original Xbox I sold for I think $200 with all four controllers, with all of my games – and it didn't even get me halfway to my 360. Like it was so stupid. I just and I'll never make the same mistake again. But I, I've since repurchased everything. Never, no, nobody ever takes the same amount of care of their their stuff when I get it than I did myself. So, yeah, it's a never a good thing. But sorry, I totally cut you off.
1: Oh no, but it's just it's just one of those things where now you know I think it was a year ago I went back and bought a Nintendo 64. Yep couple months ago, went back and bought the GameCube and I've been I got my eye on, on buying a 360. I mean, I do like that the Xbox one is getting more and more backwards compatible games. But but still, there's there's still a lot of games that, that aren't. And I don't know mm-hmm. if they ever will be. Um, but yeah, as it's far as I can like, count on. Yeah, as far as 360 and PS3, like now is like the time to collect. But uh, like open my eyes to this, Josh, like you're absolutely
0: right. I mean, really, it's it's about space. So how are you handling like all of
1: the storage challenges that come along with this? Well, I mean, I just—it's only been the last few months that I've started to be buying more stuff. So I don't have like a massive collection. I mean, you'll watch these these YouTube videos where you know guys are like, "Take a tour of my five thousand games." You know, I'm like, "Holy cow!" That's, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm not there. I'm not even close to there. Um, you know, I'm I'm probably somewhere around the range of like two hundred games because I, like I said, I always used to be the guy that was selling everything. Mm-hmm. Um, But, uh, but yeah, 360 and PS3 now's the time to buy, but Nintendo stuff, that's as far as flipping, that's where the money is. That's, you know, if if I find anything Nintendo, well, anything first party Nintendo, Mm -hmm. right? Even if it's Wii stuff, uh, GameCube, Super Nintendo, regular Nintendo, all that kind of stuff is, is where you're going to make the money off of.
0: Man, I got to get in on that. We're going we're gonna to have to like come up with a name for your store or something. <laughs> and that's something like you you should ask Chelsea about it as well. Like send her a tweet or something because she used to have an eBay store. And she, she, to, she mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. She Totally. Used to, that's hilarious. It was before my time. But I uh, yeah, she, she often talks about that.
1: Yeah, it, it's fun. Like I said, it, it's not something you make a lot of money, but it's it's one of those things where I'm able to at least. Get some more games and and tell the wife like, hey, this isn't coming out of our bank account. So yes, you know, yes. that's that's that's, key. that's important, right? But yep, yeah, you but it, side it, business here. But but then when you do look at that spreadsheet, you're like, yeah, not really making a whole lot of money there. But but I'm not losing, so that that's an important thing.
0: You know, the thing for me, like, and a big reason I started getting into Amiibo and a lot of these collections is uh, ultimately I wanted to become more involved with games and just like continue on my passion with that. That's why I do this. I, I wanted to, I, I enjoyed my time shopping for games and I, I ended up, I found that I was buying games. I would never play. I still have countless games that are on my shelf that are still on the wrapper. And it's so ridiculous. Metal Gear Solid right. four is one of them. Right. There's a reason I bought a, a PlayStation three. Uh, it's still, I haven't played it, but that's just me and metal gear, I guess. Right. Um, where the hell was I going with this? Um, shoot, shoot, the stress just totally... of a backlog. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's something completely. Oh, so the reason I wanted to get into collectibles is because it's sort of like, and I hate this saying it scratched the same itch for me, like it it allowed me to it it was like an outlet for me to purchase and consume video games, but it wasn't adding to my backlog. And it was like these cool toys that I could could buy. And it was at least at one point, Amiibo had a beginning and an end. And now it's just like they keep moving the the goalposts, they keep moving it further and further. But um, I enjoy having just I enjoy shopping for stuff. I enjoy being part of it. So I totally get like where you're coming from. Where the the hunt is really the enjoyment. It's That's not it. about yep. it's not about lining your pockets with stuff with your money. Right.
1: It totally is a hunt. And and yeah. I I'm not you know I I've never bought an amiibo. I've I've thought about it. But as far as like collections, I don't really have. A good place to, you know, you see people that have all these like shelves with all their, you know, collectibles on them. You know, maybe I need to build something like that because that's why this wall is blank behind me. Yeah, Very,
0: I just removed a couple of shells that are there. But yes, this will be Skylanders and Transformers and a whole bunch of ridiculous. Well, sets.
1: and and, and I, I'm living, I'm living through Bobby when he's posting pictures of his new game room, and I'm like, oh, this is this is. I'm moving in with Bobby. I'm I'm right. gonna live in, I'm gonna live in his game room. <laughs> <laughs> i show up at his door one day, and be like, hey, remember when I sent you those coasters? Yeah, I got your address. So. Yes. <laughs> Here, here I am, bud. <laughs> Just ring
0: the doorbell, for like I'm
1: Josh. <laughs> hey, you probably regret giving me your address, but oh, here I am. Uh, yeah. But, but, anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way where I, I, I buy games and, and I, I'm not buying games that I don't think I'll play or that I'm not interested in, but I buy games with, you know full intentions of, of mm-hmm. playing them. Right. right. But, but that backlog, Oh my goodness. It's, it's getting out of hand. Um, like I said, Brett and I talk all the time. And and one of the things that we did, we got really nerdy one day and we, each <laughs> of us, there's, there's a website called how long to Beat. I think it's just, yes. Yeah. How long to TV. Yep. Yep. And we, we both went on there and we typed in all the games that we haven't played yet and oh, calculated man. all the hours. And <laughs> It was one of those things where it's like, If I took a month off work and played eight hours a day, I might be able to catch up, you know, Oh
0: man, that's a depressing thought. And
1: and that was that was before I started doing all this garage selling where now I'm like, oh, man, I don't I don't even know what it would be. But, you know, same thing. Like you're talking about Metal Gear, how it's still in the plastic. I have games from last Christmas that I haven't haven't played and and I I will get to them. You know, I know some people say, oh, "Oh, just 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 play what you want to play. Yeah. And. And, and you kind of have the, you know, you hear a lot of people say, oh, just move on and just play the new stuff. I, I'm, I tend to always be a couple of years behind. I mean, if it's a really good game like Uncharted 4, I played right away. Yep. Um, Fallout, I didn't play right away, but I wasn't, you know, a couple of years behind. but But, you know, I'll be playing a lot of games that are, you know, three years old. And just cause I want to play them and I want to mm-hmm. experience them and kind of just move one at a time along. You know, I just, I think it was last year I finally got around to like Assassin's Creed Black Flag and I'm and, still,
0: I still haven't got to it, but it's on my hard drive. I'm like, I will, right. I will get to Black Flag. I've heard very good things about right,
1: that. But, yeah. I, I'm to the point now where I don't think I've, I don't think I've bought a new game this whole year yet. Um, my my brother and Brett for my birthday as an early gift they bought me the division cuz they wanted me to play that with them uh uncharted 4 i mean, i love Unch- uncharted mm-hmm. I, it's one that i probably would have bought um but when it came out i was like ah i don't know maybe i'll just i i i just figured i would try and just win it and so I found a whole bunch of Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube sites that were doing, you know, like us, subscribe, you know, whatever, yeah. to enter to win. And sure enough, one of them, I, I won a copy of Uncharted 4. Come on. First time in my life I've ever won anything, you know. I, I'm But the guy you set
0: that, out to, like, yeah. I, okay, so my dad actually did the same thing. It was the most ridiculous thing because... Uh, it wasn't for a game, but it was for tickets to a Nine Inch Nails concert. And this is like, it was just completely out of nowhere. And like, I'm not even a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, but I think he sort of equates like my love for like Metallica and some of these other right. types of bands with this. Well, I guess you like all the bands that are sort of like that in a dad kind of way. Right. So he's like, okay, well, um, you know, would you want to go to the Nine Inch Nails? Cause I'm like, well, not really. Like I, they're fine, but like it, it'd be it, sure. He's like, okay, right. well I'm going to win some. I'm like. Okay, let's, you, you go do that. And when you do, then I will go to the show. And then two days later, he calls me up and he's, he said he called into a radio station and he won the tickets and we're going whatever the night was. And it was like, I've never heard of anything like that. But then you just did the same. Maybe this is a thing I need to jump on. You just said, put your mind to something and go buy a lottery ticket.
1: Well, I I figured as big as Uncharted 4 was that that there had to be giveaways. And so I just just did like a Google search that was like Uncharted 4 giveaway. And every single one I found, I'm like, I'm going for it. I'm going. And I thought I was the one that I didn't win was the one I thought I was going to win. So after I won this one, I'm like, I might win two copies here because I felt like I had a good chance on this one. (laughs) It was some Australian YouTuber who was trying to get more subscribers. And it didn't seem like there were all that many people. Oh, that's
0: so smart.
1: But... But yeah, so I mean, once in a lifetime, it'll probably never happen again. But, I don't uh, know. I think you're on
0: to something. You shouldn't say this on the internet because
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody's gonna... cut, cut that part out. Cut that part okay,
0: out. Okay, yeah. Put I'll, I'll mark the time down. That's hilarious. He's the
1: only one that's ever going to win anything. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. So,
0: okay, my God, we could we could go on forever. You tell me when to stop because I I'm I'm curious about this backlog. I I first started I created my own backlog sort of out of finances, like my my necessity to not spend every last dime and to actually like live. Um I wanted to set myself back a little while. I actually purposely said, like, why am I buying these games brand new? Why don't I just like live a year behind and right. just always pick up these games that are fifteen bucks? And the the thing that ended up happening was um it didn't really work out like I wanted it to. What ended up happening was I would I would see sales for oh this game is ten bucks or that game is buy three for thirty five bucks and I would just triple up on my backlog right it just did not it did not help I, I still spent the same amount of like raw dollars but my my pile of shame was just growing exponentially right. so what's your approach kind of like for the remainder of the year is there any new games that are coming out this year that you might jump to
1: or are you you gonna be crossing things off of the the to do list here now probably a lot of people listening are going to roll their eyes, but I'll probably buy Madden football when it comes out. Oh, Um, nobody should roll their eyes. I love sports (laughs) games. I do too. And Madden football. So my neighbor, Matt, we've been playing that game together since 1990. Nice. Um, Every year. That's, that's like he, he games, but he's not to the level of craziness as a lot of us are. Right. Um, he'd probably be more along the casual gamer, but, uh, that's the one game that every single year we get and we get together and play it or we'll play it online. Generally we get together and, you know, we'll play a handful of times throughout the year where he'll just say, Hey, can I come over and play some Madden? And, you know, it's, it's a great time. Um, you still play as the bears or who do you play as? Oh, oh yeah. And e- yeah. even, as, even as bad as they are, I, I feel like <laughs> I, I kind of know the players. So it's like, well, I, I can use them to their best strengths and weaknesses. Sure. But, sure. Yeah. I play NHL and I play as the Oilers. They've been dead last for the last decade. So who cares? Right. Yeah, I know. I yeah. definitely know it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I play as the bears when I play a season, but, but we kind of have this rule that when we play together, Every game, we have to be different teams. Random,
0: yep. yep.
1: And, and, and we try and match it up so that they're about the same level. The mm-hmm. only rule we have um, is that, you know, we're not going to f- force each other to be the Packers because that's, you just can't do that. You know, <laughs> I can't, can't live with myself if I play the game as a Packers. Uh, oh, God, the hate is deep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, this kid. In in junior high, my, my my neighbor Matt, he had a picture of Brett Favre in his locker with his eyes poked out and blood dripping down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Good God, you, can you imagine his school now? Like if that was oh, in a school, there's no way the no. kid is expelled.
1: <laughs> they, they would they would think he has a plot to murder him. But oh, I love it! I'm so glad that sports games made an appearance on this
0: podcast because that was really <laughs> like for the 360 era. It re- really was like NHL 90 or sorry 07 through probably 11 like that was it was that and a couple of call of duty games and like I really wasn't I was nowhere near as widespread as I am with my gaming taste now on in the 360 era it sort yeah. of got there near the end um, but yeah it was a lot of a lot of sports games I love I, I'm gonna get yay access and then a couple of weeks here because nice again I don't need the newest sports game it's just kind of like as long as it's always available to me I can pop it in that's kind of that'll be my 20 minute kind of gaming
1: experience. See, see, Madden football is the one that I'll get every year. Um, NBA, two K, uh, I, I get most years. It might be every other year. Yep. Um, and then like baseball games, I'll get like one every like five years, maybe. Totally. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, what really changed? Are, is there anything about Madden that's exciting you about this year? Like anything? Because they have different commentators this year,
1: right? Right. I saw that. You know, honestly, that's the one game that I'm not. I don't want to look into it ahead of time. I kind of just want to get it and be surprised. Doesn't matter. yeah. Um. Yep. I mean. So, I mean, there are other games um, that I'll be looking forward to. That's like I gotta gotta find out as much as I can. Uh, Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. That's one of those games that yes. I keep looking at. And I'm like, ooh, I cannot wait to get my hands on that.
0: Is that this year? Do you know? Or is it is that early next year?
1: I think it's next year, and it's one of those things where. It if, it gets, if it gets delayed, I'm actually like, I, I feel this is how bad my backlog is. I feel relieved when I hear a game's delayed. Like I've everyone else, it. everyone else is like, oh man, this sucks. And I'm like, no, this is good because m- maybe I'll catch up a little bit by yeah, then. Yeah, go keep
0: going. And Mass Effect is that game for me. Like everybody's very, and I can't wait to play it. It's probably one of my most anticipated games, but at the exact same time, I'm totally good if it takes another six months. It just means even more time i might even replay three again like i don't know It's right. just more time to, See, to play games we already have
1: and i've never played mass effect and it's one of those that i'm like i probably should go back and give this thing a try but then i look at it too i'm like i don't know if it would hold up and i don't know if i need to add anything to my backlog either but yeah that's that's one i hear so many good things about
0: i i recently replayed through the second one and it totally holds up and is actually not a bad place to start like obviously the entire experience is, is the right. best way but I mean the first game is a little bit more obtuse it's a little bit more role playing and and you might be you might feel like you're spinning your tires a little bit like literally in the in the Mako thing that they've got it's like this uh, the car that you're driving around this space car. That wasn't the best, so if you go straight to two it's it's a pretty like contained thirty hour experience like you can kind of you nice. can get through it pretty quick i I played through it again earlier this year. I was like sort of forced to have bed rest for a couple of days and I just kind of blew right through it was It was incredible, so I totally recommend it um, anything
1: else this year that you've got your eye on for yeah um tomb raider when it comes for the ps4 oh uh, I mean, yeah you I, skipped xbox yeah well i mean i i have an xbox one but it, it's it's a stupid thing where i have the previous game on the ps4 so i wanted this one on the ps4 i, I don't know No, nope. i'm
0: I, so glad you said that i'm exactly the same way
1: well and and here's the thing too i i love the share button on the ps4 the fact that you can make a little mm. youtube clip and this is getting really nerdy but um my my YouTube channel, I guess what you call it, it, it's not anything that really anyone watches. It's pretty much I'll just throw on like if I do something cool in the game or something that I perceive is cool, I'll throw it on there. And then like once again, I'll I'll text Brett and be like, hey, Brett, you got to check this out. And we'll do the same <laughs> thing back and forth. And we actually I mean, we got so nerdy about this. that At the end of the year, we made like a highlight video of our greatest clips from gaming. And, you know, it, it was, I mean, it was stupid, but it was awesome. God, that at the is same so point.
0: good. Again, this is the, the blowing the cartridge just to make it work again. Like, we are just two peas in a pod, but totally in different jurisdictions
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah
0: me and neighbor Matt do the same thing very video focused we just get together all the time just to try and create stuff like that but
1: now and and, and i know on xbox you can make you can make videos but it's such a hassle to do it um yeah I'm, instead of just hitting that button and throwing it right on youtube you're kind of jumping through a, a few hoops to to get it there but but yeah tomb raider for sure that's mm-hmm. one that i actually uh i I bought it and flipped it on the Xbox one and I was kind of kicking myself because I think I made like four bucks on the flip and I'm like, why didn't I just keep like, this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> candy bars. Yeah, seriously. But, but uh yeah, Tomb Raider for sure. And, and I'm not a completionist by any stretch of the imagination. I, I don't normally like go for platinums, but um the previous Tomb Raider, I can't ever call it the first Tomb Raider because it's, what the seventh or eighth i have no idea there's been a million of them but but out of the reboot the first one i got a hundred percent on that game i I didn't get the platinum because i didn't do the multiplayer because i was once again playing it you know year two after it came out and i don't even know if don't even know if anyone was even on the multiplayer if if i wanted to even go for that but but just loved 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 that game uh and outside of that i'll I'll probably dust off my xbox to uh to get gears four
0: yes um Tons of excitement around that game, too. Like, more than it seemed like with Halo, it seemed like uh, there was a lot of kind of force, please be excited about our game kind of thing. Nobody really knew what was going on. It came out, and it it felt a little... I loved it. It was one of my top 10 games of last year. Um, But for the most part, it was a little soft. But the Gears, it seems like it's really ramping up here. Uh, Where we've had enough time, maybe, since the last one. And it's just, that was the game that probably... Launched me away from NHL, like playing NHL all the time. I remember going to a Best Buy and just kind of like picking. I had in my hands going. I've heard. I I don't even remember where I heard from. Must have been just an IGN article at the time. I'm like, I heard this was this was pretty good. Like that was about as much as I heard. It was revolutionary. This thing completely. This changed everything. Every game after it completely copied the the cover mechanics and the third person shooting aspects and just the the multiplayer and eventually we got horde with with gears of war 2 i just i love gears i, I have a, a good friend of mine his real name is christopher lloyd what's up chris uh <laughs> we call him doc and him and i like that was gears was the first time i ever put on a headset and played multiplayer and actually doing the whole like he's around the court like that's as <laughs> that's about as nerdy as it gets so right. i have i have a lot of special memories for for gears of war
1: yeah. Gears is probably, probably Gears two is probably my favorite out of the bunch. And yeah. gosh, I-, I think that's gotta be top five games of all, t- you know, all time for me. Cause for me, when I think of, you know, when people say, Hey, tell me your all time favorite games. That's such a hard, hard question, but hey Josh, I kinda... tell me your, your all time. <laughs> <five> favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but it, for, for me, I, I, I kind of look at it where, okay, if I've played through a game more than three times, that's like the minimum requirement. Right. Oh. So like Uncharted 4, as much as I love that game, I probably wouldn't consider it as one of my all time favorites until maybe a couple of years from now when I've played it a few more times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gears for me was just just amazing. I mean, I was hooked on it. And then, you, like you said, you go back after playing with that cover mechanic and you play a game like Halo, which I love Halo as well. Like Halo is one of those that I've played multiple times over and over. I still haven't played five. I didn't really like four. Um, I loved mm, one through three, but four. Sure I was, love five. <laughs> yeah, four. I was just kind of. I kind of felt like I was. I I beat it, but I kind of just felt like I was playing through it just to get through it. Oh yeah. Um, but anyways, um, after you play Gears, you go back and you play Halo, and you're like, I'm just standing in the middle of this open field for everyone to shoot at me. You know, <laughs> you're like, why am I not covering you? Those bullets flying all over my head. I'm just like, hey, come hit me, come hit me. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like you're just asking for it you know and, and maybe that's just master chief you know whatever he got now. a
0: shield he's, he's yeah. gonna be fine he's, just, he's it recharges good. over after a while i love what i love about halo 5 is it seemed like there's an opening scene in halo 5 where it's like a it's all for the the spartans and they're racing down this hill and just kind of like running and gunning the whole time they're just like doing these great kills and they're slamming guys against the wall and they're stabbing them with these swords and all this, like with the, the light swords or whatever they're called. Right. It's a great sequence. And I'm like, man, that would be really cool if you could just do all that in the game. But like, this is so, this is so video games where they have the cinematic and it's nothing like the game. And then, I'm playing through some of these missions and I'm realizing that what I'm doing is exactly what's in that opening scene and it feels incredible. And I don't remember any of the other Halos feeling quite like that. It always seemed like that's what they were going for. But right. Halo 5 is very fast and it's it's tons of fun to play. If you, It really ramps up if you go... I can't remember what the, the difficulty is right above normal um that gets pretty difficult but if you just if you just go on normal grab a couple friends that was the most fun i had playing co-op last year like even more than than call of duty or some of these other experiences that i just loved playing through through halo it had me going back through the master chief collection and realizing that i actually liked halo 5 more than some of these older games they didn't age quite as as well as i maybe had hoped for
1: right and and stupid me even with my massive backlog i keep telling myself before i play halo 5 i want (laughs) to go through and replay the whole master chief collection i went through and i played halo 1 yep and i still enjoyed it i mean i I, I kept hitting that little button over and over where you switch back and forth from the old graphics to the new yeah and yeah i can't tell you how many times i did that and i was like you know just over and over and over like blown away by how bad it looked i know (laughs) i know you, you get this idea in your head of you know you think it you think it would hold up more and it, and it really doesn't, but, um, but yeah, I, I probably just need to set aside the master chief collection and, ju- and just play five. Cause th- the rate that I'm going, I'll, I'll, I'll get to halo five in about three years. I know the master chief collection is like an 80 hour
0: experience or something, right? Before you end up getting to five. So yeah, I don't know. I'd like to try four at least one more time. Um, I think I liked, I like where three for three is going with this stuff, maybe more than the average person, but, uh, but anyways, that, That'll probably do. Let me, um, let me ask you where you are on Twitter. Let everybody know. Let's see your, give your YouTube channel a plug. Let's get this thing out there. Let's go. (laughs) How do we, how do we buy stuff from you? Where are you on the internet?
1: Okay. Um, as far as the YouTube channel, I honestly don't even know. That's, that's how little I use it. (laughs) Sorry (laughs) Uh, to put you on the spot. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but, uh, Twitter, I'm at uh, C red underscore 81. Um, and that's just from uh, being a, a big Bulls fan. That's that's what that's referencing. Um, but that's probably the best place. Uh, Twitter's where I do all my uh, frivolous tweets about video games. And, and, uh, you know, I try try and keep it light and fun. I think there's, uh, gosh, there's too much out there that, you know, people take take Twitter way too seriously so uh yep that's what I'm talking about yeah just like to keep it fun but uh yeah Twitter's probably the best place um I'm, I'm on Facebook Instagram gosh I think I posted there yesterday for the first time in a year and a half so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love well everybody should definitely give you a follow man you've been an absolute joy to get to know you a little bit more here but uh yeah it's just been an awesome time chatting with you thanks so much
1: oh I appreciate it. it's been great
0: It's still happening. It's We're almost at the end, though. Oscar is still here. He's still in my lap. And he's just enjoying all the... I have dog hair. Holy crap. I have, I've been looking at my microphone this whole time. I have dog hair all over me. What the heck? Okay, thank you guys so much. Thank you to Josh Stapleton. Finally. Oh, I think we became best friends there. That is just... I, I have to... He, he gave me a couple of um, suggestions. And I think... We're gonna have to couple. We're gonna have to have a couple more people from the Married to the Games community. Come on, because just what a what a bunch of swell fellas there. Really great. So uh, thank you so much to Josh. And it's time for shoutouts. Shoutouts to our producer Antonio Guillen, of course. Josh and Spencer Stapleton, Gabe Carey, Neighbor Matt. What's up, Neighbor Matt? My Neighbor Matt. And what's up to Josh's Neighbor Matt? That's hilarious. Tim Rauter, Fiona McKinnon, Nikki Powell, Gary Gray, Daniel Crowder, Tim Nestor, Justin Mess, Zach Erickson, and Jesse Waldack from the Nintendo Dads, Steve Tilly, Noah Todd, Greg Kozlowski, Kaylee Woomer, Zeiger, James and Josh from the Life of Gaming Podcast, Joey Ferris, PJ Biddle, Arctic Sloth from the PlayStation Report, Ray and Lee, and Rebecca. We will talk to you later this week. Bobby and Alan and Toby from uh, the GeekCast, Brock, from Brocky McLaughlin and, and you guys know what's coming up here. Seamus. God, I was just reading some very kind things you're saying to and about me on the kind of funny group there. You're just you're just the best. I wish you all the success and luck in the world. Hope you're doing well, my friend. This is where I, I know you're responding when I'm talking to you, so 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 how are you, Seamus? That's good. How's how's the weather? I hear it's winter there. That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, oh, I know. That's so weird. Okay, anyway, uh, one last time for Josh Stapleton stuff online. Be sure to go say hi to him on the Twitter, red underscore 81. I don't know why I kind of stroked out there. Uh, I really have, I can't even blame that one on Oscar. He's being just he's being a good little boy. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you like, you guys... We are just killing it with the reviews. I am just so happy with that. But if you haven't left a review and you like this, even just a little bit, a five star review goes so far. This thing is, uh, pick it up steam. And I'm, I, I guess that's sort of the intent, but it, it still surprises me that, that anybody at all listens to this. So thank you so much. Please leave a review. That, that would be just absolutely wonderful. And, um, if you want to be part of the show, tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. You can also email WeTheGamerCast. Not GamesCast. I think maybe some people are... are, are I know some people are having trouble with the email. Uh, it's not WeTheGamesCast. WeTheGamerCast. I didn't make up the name. I'm sorry, guys. There's so many other great podcast names. I think this one... I don't know. It, it works. But not for the email. WeTheGamerCast at WeTheNerdy.com. Hit me up. Remember, WeTheNerdy.com hosts this podcast, so be sure to go there. Tons of comic stuff, holy crap. So more than just video games, if you're even a little bit into comics, that's that's kinda it. Like weTHNerdy.com is on comic books. Like if you look at the back, it'll say it'll have like pull quotes from we on their reviews. It's pretty crazy. Who knew? Um The other thing you can do is go subscribe to Nerdflix and chill, it's We the Nerdy's movie podcast starring me, Sean Capri, and Gary taru It publishes every Friday on the iTunes, and we're now on Google Play. We're also on the YouTube at uh, YouTube.com slash we the nerdy. Last week was episode 13. Gary and I reviewed Ghostbusters. Spoilers. It was great. And we talked about an old movie, Road to Perdition. That's kind of the deal. We do a new movie and an old movie. You can also find me on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby the Nintendo Guru Pauls. Uh, it, that's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube.com slash NintendoGuru. Last week was... I think that's another show. Like, we're, we're getting things going here. I'm having lots of fun with these podcasts. So last week, we laid out the 30 games we would include with a Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic Edition. You know, kind of like the whole NES thing just came out. Yeah, we, we wanted to do what spoiled people did and just say, like, that's not enough. We want more. So we, we took the proverbial inch and went the mile with it. So check that out later this week. We'll talk about some remakes and how to make Pokemon work on a console. And I think that's it. Uh, oh, I was also on the Geekcast with Bobby. It's also on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and youtube.com slash Nintendo Guru. I don't know why I tried to type Fox badly because I, that, yep, I'm just gonna leave that in there. Totally stroked out, but that's why I don't talk too fast. Otherwise, this is episode 42 of We the Gamercast. It's now in your ears. Oscar, thanks you so much for being here. Yep, just lick the microphone. That's cute. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be back next week. I hope you are too. And now it's time for Jason! 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 Jason!
1: Jason! Jason! Jason!